Black Oni. You're now listening to the Black Oni Podcast. The end of the hallway was filled with like all sorts of uh, gold enemies, so it just got it just got really real. Yo, <laughs> and I pause it, except that I want to upload the video when I finish. And if I pause, there's going to be like like 45 minutes plus of the video that I need to edit out. Well, I think it only uh, if you do like a reverse thing, it only does the last 15 minutes. So. Ooh, that's yeah. a nice thing I just figured out. I um, I minimize the Skype window, and every time somebody talks, it puts their picture active on the actual little window. That's that's clever. I like that. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it too. Did um, they drop so many blood shards? I can't pick them up. My blood shard inventory is full. I feel like you should be able to have as many blood shards as you want. Well, I can just go spend them at the the lady really quick once I can get back to town. And then go back. And then just go back and grab them. Yeah. Like, I just we'll, want to shot these enemies, and then I'll pause, and I will gladly hop on with you guys, because I can do the rest of that later. Hey, Will, um, I got some more news for the podcast. Apparently, Mandy Moore is getting divorced. Sad face. Mandy Moore? Oh, yeah. Wait. Like, you don't remember Mandy? You don't yeah, know like Mandy back in Moore the day. is? <laughs> Dude, like... Dude, a walk to remember? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I need to look her up. I know her by face, probably, but not by... I paused, so I'm good to go whenever you guys are. I, I know her through uh, Entourage. That's where I remember her from. I forgot she used name. to live near my house. What? No way. Well, I mean, she, lived, she lives in Central Florida the whole time, so it's not like, you know, I mean, just all these people are that far away. Girlfriend. Never mind. But like, hit her up. Be like, hey, girl. What's up? I never knew her. <laughs> I simply knew of her existence. One of my she friends. That. Uh, or one of my old classmates from college, apparently. Uh, goes to a yoga studio that Eliza Dushku sometimes shows up at. She posted to Facebook that one time she was just like in the middle of a yoga class. Like it was just starting and Eliza Dushku just walks in and stands next to her. And then they're like doing downward dog next to each other. I remember her face, but I don't remember where I've seen her. Dollhouse. Yeah. Dollhouse, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, she's hot. I like her. She's not the best actress, but, you know. Yeah, right. Who is she on the show? I'm not the best actress either, so whatever. Which show? Buffy the Vampire Slayer? She said you She's Faith. I don't remember. The other Slayer from season three. I just Google everything now because I don't remember anything anymore. <sighs> so lazy. <laughs> it's become a crush for our society, I'm sure. I think that's a... Kev, are you, is your video not working? or? I can see you guys. Can you not see me? Nah. Did you hit the little camera button? I did before. Hmm. Hang on. I mean, either way, we can start it. You don't... Oh, there wait. we go. I think... Ah, there it is. Yeah. I don't there know why it went away. That was weird. Now we're good. Yeah, right? And with that with that being said, welcome, everyone, to another exciting fup episode of the Black Oni Podcast. This is episode 36? Hmm. Right? That's what it says on the thing? It's getting old. <laughs> No, 38, sorry. Wow, I can't count. You don't even remember your own birthday. I, don't. I hope I look this good when I'm 38. <laughs> yeah, right. 
I have with me uh, two really awesome, uh, three awesome people. One Ooh. of them you can't see, but you'll see probably a picture of or something else. Other than that, uh, I have with me today the one KK. What's happening? Well, are we are we going with the new the new alias for you, Sam? Might as well. Mega Sam X, or is it, going. it's X, right? Mega yes. Sam X. Yeah. Yes. Mega Sam was taken. Some kid. I, I'm sure he needs it desperately, but. <laughs> and Soil, aka Soad. What's up? Yeah, and of course I'm J Blaze 06. Um, and there's a lot of things going on in gaming news lately. Um, I don't want to flood you guys with too much stuff all at once, but I'll, we'll get through the pertinent stuff. Pertinent. <laughs> so we'll start things off by, first of all, before we get into anything, uh, I know Mega, I have to get used to saying this now, Mega Sam X, <laughs> he yeah, just started a Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Do you mind uh, giving people the lowdown on what's going on with that? I'm just going to be skirting around on there whenever you guys want to feel like logging in. I'm sure we'll get a link in here at some point in the uh, description for the video. But uh, when you feel like you want to log in, you can harass me while I'll do it. I'm going to be beating Dying Light when that comes out next month, and that'll be the first one I'm going to try playing the whole way through. So if you want to watch me play it and help me out, feel free. And I will be playing it too. But what is your Twitch channel? Uh, it's actually at Mega Sam X. Yeah, so twitch.tv slash Mega Sam X. Mm-hmm. And Kevin has a channel that he's, he started uploading some things to. It's random. I don't really keep up with it very well, but it's got cool stuff on it, though. I like it. You can see me being an absolutely terrible dancer from just dancing. <laughs> that was my newest upload. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be doing more of that. Um, but it's also got other random stuff. It's not just gaming stuff. So mm. it's fun. So it's YouTube.com/slash the one KK. Yeah. Pretty easy. Yeah. No, it's you know it's all in the descriptions, links, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And. Uh, Dave, what what do you, what do you have going on right now? Are you still doing a? Uh, our site is still up and kicking. Oh yeah. W, it stands for Why Do We Play. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been podcasting a bit lately. Nice. Like we we've been doing them like a la like on the fly in the car, and we've just been talking <laughs> about like random ass shit, like anything from movies, gaming, and uh, television shows. But we tend to stick for our gaming articles as well too. Badass. And what was the what was the latest one that you wrote? Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should. That's about that. my my favorite game of all time, Ooh. which is it's officially now Rocksmith 2014. Okay, all right. I, I love the shit out of that game. I dumped another thirty or forty dollars this weekend in DLC. I can't stop. Somebody loves uh, playing guitar. Did you switch to PS4 yet? No, I'm still on my PS3. It was on <laughs> sale, like a. Like a week ago on yeah. PS4. Damn. Yeah, I thought I I meant to tell you. I thought I did, but I guess I didn't. Yeah, same here. I saw it and I was like, "Oh, Dave would really love this." And then I guess it just kind of dropped into the ether. <laughs> yeah, because I just saw it's still full price when I checked last night. Oh, did you check uh. on Amazon? No. Mm. If I, if I get it, I want to get a digital copy. I'd like to pay just to have it on my console at yeah. all times. Makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you're not going to get rid of it, so it makes sense. No. But there is a, I think this weekend is a 10% uh, discount on whatever you buy. True. For PlayStation? Yeah. Uh-huh. They, um, they're giving you that, we'll yeah. touch on that for the outage later, they're giving you that uh, little air period where you can spend 10% off on anything you want. As long as it's not a pre-order PlayStation Plus or, me- or Music Unlimited. 
So not anything you want. Almost anything you want. I use it on the DLC for Rocksmith. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so like your your like thirty or forty dollars would have been like thirty three or forty four dollars. So there you go. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Exactly. All right. So with that said, we kind of like talked about one of the gaming news, but that's all right because we're going to mm. go into our icebreaker. I didn't even do the the whole thing this time. I just did icebreaker. How do you, you put it in post production? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, in your opinion, based on public perception, is the most hyped game of 2015 so far? I don't know. I guess I'll start. I've seen a lot of commercials for Dying Light, like a lot more than I'd expect to see for it. I have not seen any. I'm just, I'm talking on the internet, like with internet ads. I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV lately, but... Just because it knows that you're so interested in it, that like, bye, bye. Maybe. Bye, maybe bye. it does. I don't know. They already have my money. I don't know what they're worried about. <laughs> but, uh... But, no, I've just been seeing a lot of, uh, just pushing for it. I mean, what else is really coming out this month, you know? Like, that's really going to be a AAA title. Wait, this I month or this year? This year. This month. Alright. Alright. And, uh... I don't know. That's That's really about the only thing I've seen so far. Other than Batman, of course. Because that's going to be awesome. Oh, it's gonna be, hopefully, it's going to be so good. Because I, I, I have very high hopes, and also have a lot of faith in Rocksteady as a developer. Oh yeah, I feel like it's going to be good. This is their baby. They're not going to screw it up. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do after Batman? Sit on all their money. <laughs> <laughs> Build a life-size Batman out of dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. He'll throw Ben Franklin orangs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the most hyped game of 2015 so far is Evolve. Okay. Mm. Mm. I can agree with that. Yeah. I think from all the hype from last year, because it was supposed to come out last year, and you know, all the media yeah. coverage and like everyone, like I remember being at PAX and like asking people like what their favorite things about PAX were, the, the biggest thing that they saw. Like so many people said... It was either the Oculus Rift or Evolve, and I feel I feel like that has just like so much hype. It's not going to be able to to live up to the hype that the expectations that people will have for it. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be interesting because it's definitely going to be changing a lot of what we conceive about mu- competitive multiplayer. You have a team of four versus a team of one, and one mode. of my yeah, well, yeah, it's a standard mode in my. Uh, my friend is the community manager up at uh, was it Turtle Rock? Turtle Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know. Yes, I, I've I've been hearing a lot about it from her. I'm super excited because I was always big into like Godzilla and Kaiju and stuff like that as a kid. So this looks like a good game for me mm-hmm. because I want to be the monster killing everybody and eating them. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's hard. There hasn't really been a game for that yet, and I think in this you know world where we've been so fixated on this. The shooter, the uh, the multiplayer needs to be like a team of six versus six. Mm-hmm. It's like there are three versus three. It's always been that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see something different. That's fair. I think we need that. I think so yeah. too. Because I mean, I know I'm not going to be getting Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. It's like I keep forgetting that's coming out. <laughs> I, I keep trying I, to forget. If, it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I think they keep like, forgetting too. It just keeps disappearing, like from up to the top. Yeah, I got another email about another beta, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're doing another beta, so you should play it, please." 
<laughs> Please play it. That make it a gamma? I guess. Because <laughs> I can't have an. Yeah. Gamma it is. Gamma. We're going to go with gamma. It's and bad I, when they get to an omega. <laughs> that's it. That's it. There's game over. That's, that's all we got. But yeah, like when they unveiled it last year, they were like, oh, hey, guess what? You get to play it today on, like, for the beta. And then nobody liked it. And they were like, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now they had to, like, redo everything, make the uh, modes more interesting. And a story, hopefully. An actual story. Well, you know, that might be something worth playing. Yeah. The story. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But as far as. You take what Battlefield normally is, which is tanks, helicopters, insanity, and then you water it down by giving it just for like civil, uh, civilian law enforcement weapons and stuff like that. You're like, it's that's I mean, not the same. option, but if that's the only thing that's in the game, I think it's an interesting idea, and it's like a good counter to Call of Duty because it gives them something different. And if they do it well, then it's better than Battlefield Four. As long as the there's no issues with it right out the gate, like Battlefield 4 gave. I think it'll actually do okay. Yeah. But as for me, it doesn't really grab my interest so far. Okay. I mean, whereas Evolve is like, oh, hey, you get to be this monster, and you have to kill four, four people randomly, and they have to try to beat you, even though you're this gigantic thing that progressively gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. I mean, the games that I did play of it during the beta... Uh, for Evolve, I I actually genuinely enjoyed it. I was you know creeping around as a giant monster. I was enjoying the cat and mouse at the beginning round where you have to start as a tiny little monster. Well, not super tiny. I mean, you're about the size of a van, so. Right. But you have to run around. You eat the natural animals that are there, and you get bigger. And when you evolve, you become more powerful. And the more evolved you get, the easier it's going to be for you to wipe them out. So the I, trick is, I do find it very difficult to like get away from the hunters fast enough to do what you need to do. Well, in time, we'll get there to practice. I mean, I didn't get a whole lot of time to play with it myself, so I admittedly didn't really get to my final form either way, but mm-hmm. that's another cool thing. Once. You get to say, you get to say in this game, like, now you can see my final form. My final you know, form! <laughs> but I think uh, we'll get there Yeah. with just when we actually get pushed out and then when we get our hands on it, I think it's going to do well. I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, I, I hope so. And that's the other thing, too, that kind of has me wondering, because I've been doing more research on Dying Light. I also will be getting that and streaming it, most likely, with you. We'll both oh, yeah, it's co-op, it. right? Yeah, it's, it's, we can totally it, do the it. whole thing is co-op, so you can go through the entire campaign with yeah, the person. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Skype fist bump. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you broke your computers. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's fine. It's fine. Um, but it it also has like the become the zombie mode, like built like it was gonna be exclusive DLC for people who pre-ordered it. But now, which is weird. Yeah, right. Like we'll we'll talk about that. Ooh, I hate that. Mm. But now it's gonna be available to everyone. You know, anyone who who will have the game will have access to be the zombie mode, which is kind of like evolves four versus one, one versus four dynamic. I think it's really interesting. It's done way differently, but I saw the gameplay for it already. And do you want me to talk about it now, or do you want to do it later? Um, we'll talk about it later because we okay. just have to get to what what else these guys think the the most hyped twenty fifteen game is. Okay. I think Uncharted Four has been making a really big push. It's got a lot of cover stories right now. It's got a lot of advertising space out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it needs it because yes. it kind of went dark for a while. Yes. And 
like everybody at Naughty Dog quit. <laughs> so, like, yeah, <laughs> that's true. The new team needs to make a push for it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I hope it's good. Okay. Yeah, I don't that's... see it being bad, but I hope it's good. I hope it's really good. Yeah. I think I think it'll be like good, either way. But I'm hoping it's like because like what they showed looked really fucking cool. I also like that they're saying it might be the last one. Yeah, Thief's End. Yeah. yeah. Which which would be nice. I mean, we've we've come a long way. I just I hope it's as good as two was. Yeah, yeah. that's just like the one thing I don't want to see happen. Like you know, with um, Assassin's Creed, it's getting sequeled to death. Yeah, and I think yeah, the normal like a trilogy is good, but if you want to throw one more on there for like posterity's sake, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and I I'm, think I'm, I think what they've been talking about too, sort of the way that it goes into uh, like Drake's psychology. Like this one's all about. Like, he's getting dragged back into treasure hunting mm-hmm. by his brother, and, like, sort of the, like, what makes a person do this? Can he actually settle down and live a normal life? I think that that, that would be a very cool place to end it. Yeah, because, like, I know, I mean, the Elena and him kind of had a, a turn. Spoiler alert! Um, at the end of Uncharted 3, they kind of had, like, they came, came to terms with, like, he was going to stop, like, they were going to, like, you know, have their life together or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, their whole thing is, like, they broke up because he was so obsessed with continuing on with this treasure hunting, you know? So, I'm really interested to see what happens with their relationship as a result of him going back into this. Yep. So that's a, that's a good answer. I think I think there has been a lot of media coverage on it lately, and I also think it does need it, because as many PS4s as Sony has been selling already, like, everyone who has a PS4 should want this game, and that's what oh, yeah. they want from this, you know? So... It's going to be a rich cinematics experience. I think it's going to be good. We forgot to talk about the order. Well, we haven't gotten Dave's answer yet. <laughs> oh. I'm just I'm just surprised no one said it. Like, when your question was most hyped game of the year, mm-hmm. I was like, well, even if I don't get it, I mean, I probably will. Everyone's talking about it. It's No Man's Sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I that's not hyped, though. Like Everyone was talking about it. I mean, right now mm-hmm. they're not. But it yeah. was at the end of last year, like everyone was like, You gotta see this game. You you gotta see this game and you have to see this like procedurally generated thing and, and everyone's asking the same questions like, Well, what do you do besides <laughs> just find stuff? Yeah. Find stuff, and, kill uh, stuff. I, Can you actually kill stuff in no man's Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a video of having like a little laser pistol or something. Oh, okay. You can also attack space stations. Hmm. That's cool. There's a lot we haven't seen yet. I mean, I was reading one of the developer diaries for it, and they said the size of the procedurally generated universe is absurd to where it would actually be nearly impossible for you to get from one end of your universe to the other. Yep. They said that, like, you'll see where your friends are, but mm-hmm. the chances of you ever actually running into them is slim to nothing. I mean, is there actual co-op mechanics built into the game? No. You can see where your friends are, but you probably will never actually interact with them. You get an overlay view of the universe, and you can yeah. see this little tiny star where you are, and like it'll be here, and then the distance to right here would be just 50 years worth or so of in-game travel. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll never really know like, if the, the people you're seeing are NPCs or other players. Interesting. Like, you know how hard it was to get from place to one place to another in Wind Waker? Yeah. Picture that, but then make it infinitely worse. <laughs> that sounds so a, wonderful. <laughs> and put a singularity in the middle that you just... Oh, yeah. Several. Really get by, so. Several of them, yeah. probably. Well, like the I'm universe ex- center singularity, like the big one. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, though, because that means you, you get this opportunity to explore in a game. And a lot of people will tell you in games like Skyrim or those other sort of these massive open world games, that's one of their favorite parts of it, exploring, see what's there. In this one, you get the opportunity to go anywhere you want, see something that no one else will ever see. Hmm. And It'd be good for streaming, too. Yeah, I get to be the first one there, because you could have... You could, it's very unlikely that one person streaming could get to the same person the other was streaming. It's also cool, like, think Skyrim, but, like, no quest markers. Like, <laughs> pick a direction, game. fly in it. Like, it That's looks like rich. there's a planet with some stuff over there. Go check it out. The seamless transition from space flight to being in atmosphere and on the planet was gorgeous yeah, when I saw that cool. for the demo. That's one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen in a game. I'm really kind of concerned about, like, if there's actually anything to do or, like, if there's actual content on these places that you visit. Because, like, I there know... Is. I know it's, most of it is procedurally generated, but like to the to what extent? Like, is, does each planet have like one little thing you can do on it, or like you know maybe a few little things you can do on it? Or? They said that each system has one space station with unique goods, ships, and unique other NPCs that go into and out of it that you can buy their ships and stuff. Okay. Uh, the planets have various wildlife. Some of them have ancient machines that like patrol. So if you kill wildlife, the machines will try and kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have like random enemies that you can fight. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's- it's going to be a great game if you just want to kick back, relax. You can kill anywhere from 10 minutes to 5 hours with this thing yeah. and be just as satisfied. I think that's, it. that's enticing. That's very I mean, nice. I'd say there's probably barren planets, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also probably at least one planet a system that's worth visiting. Right. I wonder if you can land on a planet and claim it as your own. I don't think so. Like, stick a flag in it. Like, this was my... <laughs> my Kool-Aid. Exactly. It would be called Planet Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, except That'd be on the flag. Somebody's going to keep like pushing their ship through it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the circles of having the Kool-Aid planet. Hmm. Everybody wants a sip. <laughs> what games have you guys been playing lately? Well, I was just playing Diablo. Yeah, you were. Uh, it's yeah, you still were. paused. Um... <laughs> We started late because right before we were about to start, I encountered the craziest hallway I've ever seen. It was filled with at least 50 treasure goblins of various sorts and, like, tons of legendary enemies. So I will be putting a video up of that as soon as we're done. Mm. Oh, my God. That just... We were just talking about before the before they started, and it just sounds so delightful. Oh, yeah. Right before we started, I was like, oh, yeah, let me just kill this one enemy, and then we'll be able to go. And then I was like, oh, hey, a treasure goblin. Oh, hey, three treasure goblins. Oh shit! Wow, this doesn't end. Um, so that'll be cool. I've just been playing more Destiny and um, a little bit more of Evil Within. I'm still trying to get my way through that, kicking and screaming because I hate it and I'm scared and I'm a big wuss. But um, <laughs> but it's uh, the I've been playing a little bit of Destiny. I just got uh, my hands on that Obsidian Mind Helmet and I've been using that with Bad Juju and I've just been throwing space magic everywhere. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm but uh, go ahead. Sorry, I oh, I was gonna say it's just a great combo for a warlock if you're interested. So, how do you like the bad juju? Well, it's better since the patch. So now it's got a bigger magazine. The um, it's other than that, it's fine. You know, it's just that was the one real drawback for the bigger magazine. And now, when you get a kill, it adds more super meter. Mm. So it'll stack with the inverse shadow for your obsidian mine for your helmet, and. Pretty much, it's really confusing though on the HUD because when you're looking at it, 
you don't see the white little bar that pops up and fills back up because like when you normally get a kill, it actually adds more to the gray meter portion itself. So it doesn't necessarily look like it's adding more. You actually got to pay a little bit more focus to it. Otherwise, you wouldn't really notice. It's kind of confusing on the HUD. I don't know why they did it that way, but it um, it does stack. So you can kill about, I don't know, 10 or so little guys. You got another super meter filled up. And using the insatiable perk on the Obsidian Mine lets you generate more super after using a Nova Bomb because it'll count it like it would a regular kill. So you can, mm. if you kill enough big enough group when you're wearing that helmet, you can right get back. your super immediately back. Wow. Yeah. Or at least halfway, no problem. That's cool. Mm. Not bad. It's fun. Yeah. Still don't have hard light, though, and I would give up my Galahorn for it. Hard light? What is that? It is a auto rifle exotic. The rounds will penetrate targets and also ricochet off hard surfaces. What? Mm. Yeah. I need it too. I need. I think I need this device. Just take my Galahorn. Just take it. I don't want it. I don't need it. That's the first time I've heard anyone say that. <laughs> I had it. I bought it week two from Zer. Yeah. Like the second week the game was out, I had it. So. And wait. I've gotten to the point in the game where I don't feel like I need it anymore. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's great damage on a single target. It's like one of the best. It is the best rocket launcher out there. Yeah. But. I don't need it. I need a better primary. So that's fair. Don't you have the Cerros? Nope. Oh no. Gonna say that's that's the one you want to go for right there. Aside from nah. the one you just mentioned, actually, that does sound a little bit better. Nah. I'm like a Destiny hipster. I don't like using guns. Everybody else is using. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. What about you, Dave? Uh, besides Rocksmith, <laughs> um, Resident Evil Remastered. Do you love it? Yes. It brings back many fond memories. Did it's they fix been... the controls? Yes, they did. Oh, they're, they're much easier to use. I mean, it still feels like a Resident Evil game, so you have to conserve your bullets and, and use mm-hmm. them wisely. And, and it's got all the puzzles, but the graphics are just so nice. And the controls feel nice and smooth. And it's still, it still creeps me out every once in a while, walking down that empty hallway in silence. <laughs> Open a new door, go squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> He's slowly walking. I'm glad that it's still creepy. You know, after all these years, especially. I mean, the game is essentially a re-release of a re-release. So, yep. At least it, it wasn't like a year later. Yeah, it, said yeah, it yeah, was totally. like what ten? When was it out in GameCube? Like oh, it was like two? oh three, oh two. Yeah, yeah, it was a while yeah. ago. And they yeah. were honest about it, unlike Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, which is <laughs> mean. <laughs> hey, we know you guys like Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah. Well, here's the same game again. We're not going to do anything extra to it. I, I don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a port of the PC port. It's a, yeah. it's a, God damn it! It's a port of a port. If you're ever playing a game with Jordan, do yourself a favor and don't mention that because he will get <laughs> mad. <laughs> Wait, please tell me the story of what happened. Oh, last night we were just playing Diablo, and uh, he was playing with his brother, and he started mentioning it, and he was talking about sort of like the Tokyo Game Show, and he was like, and I was watching it, and I got so psyched, and then everybody started booing, and he, he was just like, heated. <laughs> so he's genuinely excited for this. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. I mean, you know, oh, wait, I think my connection's like dropping a little bit. Apologies, you, everyone. You're still coming through fine. Oh. Dave, can you hear me? 
Yeah. What the fuck? All right, so Kevin just disconnected. Um, but also, like, on my uh, on my Google Doc, it says trying to connect. So, like, maybe my connection got a little funky. Well, that's weird. My router says that the connection's not on, but I'm still connected to you guys, so that's weird. What? Yeah, I'm still here. I think, I think okay. it turned off your video, though. That's weird. It, it did. It said my video was turned off, and then it went away and then came back. You were so ugly, you broke the internet. <laughs> oh. That's harsh, that. dude. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're a beautiful man. Fuck you, internet! <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying before Before I like freaked out? I was like, oh no, he lost the call! They didn't. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, actually, that it, it's really, like... I, I'm, like, going through and adding the rest of these uh, these other games that are releasing or have released since the last podcast. I'm like, I totally forgot that, like, this coming Tuesday is when Dying Light comes out. Like, I always, I kept yep. thinking for some reason it was still... Oh, like, wait, that's Tuesday? Yeah. Yep. Snap. So, I find some money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited because in New England we are getting two feet of snow on Tuesday. Oh, and gosh. Dear Lord. Also, Grim Fandango comes out at midnight and will be on my PlayStation. Mm. Nice. Assuming I don't lose power, I have no reason to leave my house for a day, and I can play it. I am excited about this! Well, there I was about picture you in a trench coat and a scarf, just forging through the snow in a, in a headlong wind, trying to get to GameStop so you get your hands on Dying Light. Well, and I, then you ruined it, because you said you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I, I pre-ordered it on Amazon, but knowing that we're going to get that much snow on Tuesday, that means I have to go to GameStop and like get it before the snow gets really bad. Yeah. Which means... Mail service won't deliver it through snow? Isn't that one of the... part of the thing on their mantra? I don't know. Yeah, they, they <laughs> rain, nor sleet, nor snow. I they think tend to ignore that. Ah. <laughs> it's just marketing fluff. You know, it's just something they add on to it. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that there's still games that are, that are like, able to scare us in this day and age because... Especially for Resident Evil, they haven't really been doing that for a long time, and so it's funny that like one of their old games. They're getting almost as bad as the movie. <laughs> yeah, they really are, and I don't know why they're doing that. Because they can. Capcom makes no sense to me as a developer anymore. No, Capcom, they why really... do they make no sense? They make the You'll make a Mega decisions. Man game. Make me a Mega Man game. God damn it! It's perfect timing because you just got this new. Screen name, you know, Mega I know, Man. I know, and the thing is, like, they had like two Mega Man games that were done pretty much, and that were ready, and then you're like, no, I don't want to. Did you see that? Uh, that I need to add this to the, to the agenda. Did you see that footage a long time ago of that like first person shooter Mega Man game? I did. Oh my god! It was so it was cool. a um, it looked like it was a just a concept build. Yeah. And they were just using it for code. Yeah. I'm not sure I liked the artistic direction they were going with it, but that could have easily been changed because it was, again, just the proof of concept. They had him, like, as a more, like, third-person, behind-the-back action shooter kind of deal. And well, it was first-person, but then when you did certain things, it was third-person. Was it? Oh, okay. I just... It was, it's been a while since I saw that video, but I remember distinctly how he would shoulder-charge a guy, use a rapid-fire buster on it. That was pretty cool. I liked that idea. That was really and I think one of the designers, one of the artists behind it, uh, did the work on Transformers, and so that's why Mega Man looked so like he like, looked he looked kind of like humanly proportioned versus kind of like the anime cartoon proportion, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it was a, it was an okay choice for the build. It was okay. I mean, uh, it it looked a little bit like um, what's that 
free to play uh, game with the samurai in space and stuff on PlayStation Four. Warframe. Yeah, it's, it was like wow. Warframe and Transformers, <laughs> and um, it just it looked like those two artists had a baby and they drew Mega Man in this weird looking like Tronish kind of thing. Yeah, but it was very Tronish. It was, it was um, like drawn by a baby. <laughs> A very talented baby, yes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look this up so I can send it to you guys, because it was so cool. Yeah, it was interesting. It, and um, I think that that would have been a good way to redo the trans- uh, franchise, because when you look at it, they were going to go a similar route as uh, Metroid Prime did, where they, okay, let's take the established gameplay, but let's throw it all into a different viewpoint. Yep. I think that would have been cool. And one of the reasons Mega Man X was like my favorite as a kid because it was so hard, but it was still action-packed and exciting at the time. Because like, you don't go like five seconds in that game without shooting somebody. Right. And that was fun for me. I liked it. Right. I'm going to put it into the uh, message. I think, though, I think, though, we are getting a little bit at the point where we love these older games, but we realize there's not a really good entertaining way to bring them into a 3D world that won't get screwed up by the developer. I mean, people love Mega Man Legends. Like, that was their way of doing that back in the mm. 64 days, and they just yeah. haven't touched it since then. Yeah, Capcom seemed to think otherwise, so they canceled a game when it was pretty much already done, and we were going to get it. They're insane. They are insane. I think Capcom just, like, Wants to do what people don't like. Like I think that's their their goal. Maybe their goal is to like them. get people excited about something and then just take it away. <laughs> they have the cocktails of gaming. There you go. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like Infune, he just up and left, and now he's doing Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh, that uh, actually should that, probably be that. I really want to play that. Of 2015. Oh, I really want to play that. It looks I'm so sure. fun. Yeah, I'm down with that. that. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty much just like classic old Mega Man gameplay. You run, you jump, he's got a funky-looking helmet and a buster. It's great. That's yeah. what I want. And mean? there's this interesting little damage mechanic to where you shoot a guy, it sort of sends him into a flux, and you're supposed to dash through them mm-hmm. to kill them. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a good idea, because it's in the gameplay I've seen of it, it keeps the pacing very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... There we go. Alright, so... Uh, what have I been playing... Jeez, uh, what have I been playing? I played a little bit of Call of Duty the other day. That's fun to jump back into. Been playing a lot of Guilty Gear XR'd. Um The more I play the game, the more I really enjoy it. I, I finished writing the review for it, so now I just have to, like, I guess, do the audio for the video review and put the video together, play it up online, etc., etc. Guilty Gear XR'd. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I just started playing Warframe again, actually, and um, like they've added so much shit to that game, so much. Like I, I jumped in and couldn't even recognize it anymore. It was really cool, though. Like the way you level up your skills now is all based on your character level, so it's no longer about like adding points to a mod that you put onto your character. Like all the all the characters automatically have their abilities. You just have to unlock them through progression. Oh, that's like, awesome. That was. RPG. Yeah. That was actually the reason I stopped playing it. Yeah, because that when you think about it, it makes no sense to like limit the amount the limit the abilities that you have to those cards, you know. You can have all the abilities and like now you can augment them if you want to or you can just leave them alone, but like 
you know, my Rhino, for example, my Rhino Prime, like, has all of his abilities maxed because, like, I already went through the motions of doing that before. So, like, if you've already done it before, all of your characters have all their abilities. And, like, they changed the button layout. So now your melee attacks are with circle instead of with R1. Um, and R, leaving your finger on R1 lets you go into your abilities without having to use the trackpad. So you can, like, leave your finger on R1 and press square to use an ability or R1 mm. in circle. So... Um, they streamlined it so that you can do both ways if you want, or just do one of those. Like, you can still use the trackpad if you want. Really cool. And, like, they added this Arcwing thing, which is essentially a fucking jetpack. Ooh. I haven't I like used it yet, because it was building. Like, I had to do a mission to get it, and so now it's been building since yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was done, like, at 10 yesterday, but I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to try to get back into that, I think. Yeah. It's free to play still, right? Super free to play. Okay. Super free. Super free. You don't have you don't have to pay a dime on that. Like game. if you think about paying, they like hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Well, and that's always been my thing about these developers is that like I kind of want to pay them, just because like they're they're continuing to make a really great product and like they're not forcing or pushing you to buy anything. Like all the buying, like you can get cosmetic stuff that's all voluntary. You can buy extra slots for stuff that's all voluntary. You don't have to buy that stuff. Like, if you want to have all these different types of weapons at your disposal, you buy slots. But, like, they even give you, I think, like, 150 platinum to do that if you really needed to. So, um, I, I highly support this dev uh, because they're really passionate about what they do. And you can tell that, like, they love what they do. That's going to be, I think, the major difference going forward with this console generation. It's not going to be so much the AAA developers. It's going to be the indie people and the smaller studios because they're making the games they want to make as opposed to the games that the publisher thinks they should make. Like um, EGM. EGM? Yeah, had an article sort of for their game of the year. They have like the statistics thing on the back, and they show how many of them are indie developers versus big studios, and it was a really big percentage this year that was indie. Wow. That won awards. That's awesome. Yeah. As much as I love my AAA games, I found myself really drawn to the indie games and the smaller games because there's so many you can get at such a lower price, and they have so much care put into certain things. It's like I remember when games used to come out; they used to have so many attention to detail things and so many mm-hmm. little intricacies within their systems. And you can also you also get new IPs, which is nice because mm-hmm. AAA games new IPs are rare. Yep. Yeah, especially when you look at the AAA games now. A game that comes out now always has a day one patch, but back in the day, they would push a game back until they were sure that they could release it and it had everything they wanted in it. Yep. The whole idea, like even six seven years ago, DLC wasn't that huge yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, like that really just started with the last generation. Like, I remember playing Super Mario Galaxy, and that game was huge. It was awesome. It was done. <laughs> and now we get games that are coming out, and the frame rate's like 15 frames per second, and you can still walk through buildings and stuff. And it's like, you're ruining the experience for me yeah. by giving me. Some, it's like going to see a movie, and half of it's done, or they didn't put in the audio for one scene, or you can still see the guy with the boom mic. It's like, what were like? They wouldn't do that in any other form of media these days. Like, you can't put music out unless it's done. You can't put a movie out unless it's done. But a game, if it's like half done, apparently you can just push it. I would like to buy a book and have it come with a baggie full of other pages that they're like, just paste these over pages. (laughs) Exactly. Ninety-four and thirty and thirty-six. 
Yeah, and there would be a piece of note that says, take page 17 out, it's bad, put this page in there instead. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to go buy that page. Yeah. Well, it's or still wait makes three me... weeks until after the book came out. God damn it, publishers. <laughs> it makes me re- think of, though, like other games, some studios, like Witcher, like yeah. they'll push it back two, three, four times if they need to, to get it right. Yeah. And they, they throw all the content in there, too. They don't do any of that extra... Hey, buy this too with the game. It comes with this if you reserve the game. No, it's all of it's there for you on release day, and hopefully, because they delayed it two or three times in working order. But they they've done it each time so far. They're an exception. I think they're they're kind of like an indie developer, at least in essence. Makes you wonder about Last Guardian. Gosh, every year. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, we're probably not going to. Oh, hey, we're back. We're doing it. It's great. And. It's still a development. It, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very tense about that because there's like almost an aura of what this game should be out there, and it's worrisome because when the game finally comes out, it's going to be maybe not what a lot of people are expecting. Yeah, I mean they've been so silent about it for so long that it's like it's totally not going to be what people thought it was going to be. Like it's going to be something way different now. They Part of me hopes that they're being silent about it just because they don't care what we think <laughs> and they want to make the game right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got a bunch of games that have released since the last podcast. I'll just kind of go through like a, I'll just name them all, and then you guys can we can talk about any of them that come. Actually, I do want to talk about a few of these definitely. Um, but Duke Nukem 3D for Vita, Second uh, mm. Edition, and for PS3. Oh, it's for PS3 as well. Yep. Interesting. Warhammer Quest, Chariot, Funk of Titan, which I saw screenshots of and saw. Did you say or, Funk? Funk of Titan. Okay. <laughs> Why haven't I heard about that game? That's probably going to be amazing. I'm going to look that up right now. It's, it's actually, the link is in the description. In, I'm pretty sure you're making this up. I'm just, I'm just saying that. <laughs> Funk of Titan. Yeah, there's a, there's a, um, there's a link in the, the agenda that will take you right to it. I'll pull up the video right now. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity Dead Kings DLC. Atelier Ayesha plus The Alchemist of Dust. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> Evolve open beta for Xbox only, which is kind of weird. Um, Black Perseus Ar- has an afro. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Funk of Titans. <laughs> keep talking, I'm going to keep watching it. Yes, yes, please do. Um, Black Guards 2, which is, I guess, the sequel to White Guards 1. <laughs> <laughs> Citizens of Earth. Which I almost bought. Really? What is that all about? It looks neat. It's by Atlas. It's like a, it's an RPG where you play the vice president and you go around and like recruit people to your cause. It has like over fifty uh, party members that you can recruit and switch out. Wow. Uh, it's like a satire of old school RPGs. The reviews are really good. Well, not really good. The reviews are pretty good. That's so funny. Yeah. That's an interesting idea, though. I like that. I just, it's going to be a game that's going to take at least like thirty hours to beat, and I just mm. can't do that right now. <laughs> Um, Gunman Clive 2, I guess. Ironclad. How are there sequels? I know, right? I didn't, I didn't even hear the first one. Ironclad Tactics. Plant Side 2 beta for PC. Which, after all this this blast I'm going to talk about. Oh, we should talk about, I should say. Resident Evil Remastered, which we should talk about. Saints Row 5 Reelected Gat of Hell Expansion. 
and Grey Goo, which I heard a little bit about, but don't know too much about it. So, the one thing I wanted to touch on before I kind of let open the floodgates for you guys is Plant Side 2. This game has been in production for a... Wait, is Plant Side 2 beta, is that for PS4? Because the Plant Side 2 has already been it's out for, on PC. It's for PS4, yeah. Correct. I understand it. I was looking into it because I saw a trailer for it. And mm -hmm. it's a remake of the original Planet Side from like 10 years ago. But the pitch is it's like as massive as those conflicts go in Battlefield. Like, you know, with like 32 on 32, that kind of action. It's sort of like that, but in space. Yeah. yeah. With a more futuristic kind of setup. Uh -huh. And to me, that has me interested because I like that insane intensity of multiple players duking it out with, you know, like tanks, guns, choppers, that kind of stuff. But now you add in a little bit of sci-fi, which I love. I'm all about that. And it's free to play. I didn't know that either, and yeah. now I'm super happy. Yep. I've just been waiting to try battle, it, man. But the beta, though, I don't know, like... Do we have a date yet? I don't know. Fucking, what's up with these guys? It's been, it's been a while, because I've had my eye on that game for a bit, too. Yeah. And... I'm just I'm waiting and praying and praying and still yep. not here yet. Well, as I understand it these days, um, betas are being used more for marketing as as opposed to just actual development because most of the development stuff's already done. They'll just have it for more of like a QA or a quality assurance for their net code for stuff that's working in the game, working as appropriately, make, seeing how people are more popular and then adding it for final balance tweaks. Mm -hmm. So whenever that planet side... 2 beta comes out for PlayStation 4, it's probably going to show up a couple months after that. It's crazy. This, they've, they've been advertising it and talking about it for so long. And, you know, with all the problems that Battlefield has, it is it was still running at 60 frames per second in, in mm. multiplayer, wasn't it? Yep. You know, it still had these massive battles on PS4 and on Xbox One, so... I'm wondering specifically what challenges that they're running into when it comes to like getting the game the way they wanted to get it. But it's just this is Sony, you know, this is Sony's internal development. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I think it's really just an issue of if they get the servers working well, if uh, everybody's able to, you know, play the game fluidly, and and. It's more just a balancing issue. I think they're going to be fine as long as there's no game breaking stuff on there. They're usually good to go. Uh, what's going to make the game is that there needs to be enough people playing it, and uh, as long as you have that, it should be fine. And when you throw out a beta out there for free a couple months in advance, I think that's going to generate enough interest for those who actually like it, and then they'll be able to like us go tell their friends about it. Is a beta going to be available to everyone, or is it going to be a closed beta? I think it's available to everybody who signs up. Because I signed up for it, and it said, okay, we'll let you know when it's starting. All right, maybe so, I should sign up. If you're putting this up on YouTube, make sure you put a link for that, too, so anybody who's watching this can get that same benefit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you for submitting your email address. Keep an eye on your inbox for closed. It's closed beta. So uh, hookers. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. If you're trying to see how things go, it probably helps to limit the people on the servers, like, at least at first. Well, isn't... If it's already on PC, though, I guess that, um... That's true. It's... Then I guess most of that other stuff for balancing and stuff like that's probably already done. Yeah. Um, and it's really more a matter of making sure it works on PlayStation. Yeah. 
which apparently these new consoles are a pain in the butt to code for. Yeah, apparently. I mean, if they're having issues with it, I feel like there'll be more people who have issues with it as well. I'm going to put a uh, link to the Maverick Hunter canceled uh, Capcom game. Fucking Capcom. Anyway, are there other games in that list that you guys wanted to talk about a little bit? I know we talked about the Resident Evil Remastered. Mm. Well, you know, it's... They got one of the bigger ones on there, Saints Row 4, coming to next-gen systems. I think it was... Is it already on next-gen system, or is this the... Um, no, I think it's next-gen. I saw that. I think okay. it's also have been released. Yeah, the, uh, the PlayStation oh, it's, okay, it's so like this is like Row, this. January 20th. Yeah. So this is just the disc with all of the DLC for next gen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to be in a final alternative for Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, I mean, I like Saints Row. I, I played uh, Saints Row the Third a lot. I did too, and the second one. I played the second one a bunch. How was the second one? I only played a little. Not as crazy as the third one. Yeah, the third one's kind of like. Over the the top. second one was more of like a direct Grand Theft Auto ripoff with a little bit more humor. Yeah. I just remember playing the first Saints Row, and I was like, okay, I'm having fun walking around the hood. And now we're in space. Because <laughs> why not? It's such a ridiculous ex- escalation. It goes from running the street to running the town to running the country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Um, we're going to move on to the gaming news. Mm. Um, we literally just talked about Planet Side 2, so I guess that's technically in the gaming news. Um, and we talked about the canceled Capcom game Maverick Hunter, um, which I still want to see. Uh, it looks really interesting to me. Tell them to put it on Kickstarter. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Kickstarter that's how Mighty Number no. Nine got made. I mean, that was that was a different thing, though. That, I mean, Cap- can Capcom use Kickstarter? No, but I mean, if somebody who, if you're listening and you worked on that, just put it over there. Put a different coat of paint on it. Call it a different game. We'll play it. We know it's. <laughs> You know what's up. It is very true. Um, Microsoft unveils Windows 10, complete with tools for gamers on PC and Xbox platform, along with augmented reality. Hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I like that they're going with that, because I remember one of the pitches they were trying to do for the Xbox One is that they wanted to replace your DVR, and they wanted it to also be something that seamlessly connects with all your other media. And now that with this new platform, you can go from your Windows phone to your PC to your Xbox and just have them all interconnected in a seamless fashion. That's really going to be really nice. Yeah. Um, with their augmented reality, I think I saw something about how they're using it in NASA already. What? So that yeah, scientists can actually... Yeah, on uh, Mars, I believe. Yeah, they're using it to do research and stuff on Mars using the uh, rover's cameras and stuff like that for uh, projection. Zach told me about that, yeah. And uh, that's awesome. That's a wonderful leap of technology. I think that's going to take things a lot farther. Um, As far as how it goes in a home, I think the idea of having Minecraft on my table when I'm eating breakfast is probably going to be fun. Mm -hmm. So I can just pretty much have a virtual set of Legos. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if I have to tap it a lot to mine resources. I wonder if that's going to get monotonous or not. I wonder how that's going to work. Who knows? We'll see. Like, I feel like you have to have like sensors around there that will detect that, you know? So, mm-hmm. what does that kind of setup actually look like? I think it's smart on their part because this could eventually be something they extend to the Xbox One as a counter for Oculus Rift and Morpheus because you take... 
okay, somebody has to have this big goofy thing on their head, right? You use it with the Kinect, all, for example. Yeah, we all admit it's kind of goofy looking when somebody's watching you use it, but you're having a great time in there. Mm-hmm. But if you do it with augmented reality, you can be still aware of your regular surroundings. And, for example, you're playing Halo. Yeah. And these little bits of explosion, if you're wearing it while you're playing the game, you get to see added explosion effects come out of your screen or something like that. That'd be like a cool, I think, yeah. extension. Because <laughs> I remember they were experimenting with having a lighting system for changing the environment in the room. Yeah, I remember A while that. back. So yeah, I think they're going to go room. more... Yeah, I, yep. I think they're going to go more with the augmented reality as opposed to virtual reality with their console. And I think that would be a fun competitive difference between the two that will set them apart in the future. What do you guys think would be your choice if you had to choose one? I mean, I don't know. Augmented reality is pretty cool, but it's, I don't know, it's not as immersive, but it is also like, I don't know. You say that until you're playing a Resident Evil game and you see something slowly start to bubble underneath your carpet in your living room and rise up out of the ground oh, and yeah. then come after you. You don't or want it's like it's like the <laughs> ring where like the the thing's on the screen and then all of a sudden it's not on the screen. Yeah, it's not on the screen at you. Yeah, yeah that, I think that that would be a cool application of it. But yeah, I think that's I think terrifying. yeah, I'm gonna go with augmented <laughs> reality on that one. That would scare the shit out of me. I think <laughs> I think for but me though, the I idea use of virtual reality. I think for me, the idea of virtual reality would probably be better because then you could take a surround sound set, uh, surround sound headset, pretty much almost a 180 degree vision of 3D on your face, and it's complete immersion as opposed to, let's say, if I'm playing augmented reality, my girlfriend can walk in the middle of it and kind of pull me out, That's let me know everything's going to be fine. You're like, or or you know something's there. But if I have all that on, I'm completely immersed in another world. That's and the only difference is I can't move my hands around and do anything with it. Yeah. Like, you've probably like seen... It, benefits oh, and drawbacks. Like, being completely immersed, like you said, there's sort of the drawback, too. Like, what if, like, how are you going to play a game, like, a co-op game with a friend who's sitting there when you're both just wearing, like, big helmets? It's sort of not <laughs> well, the same thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the difference is, as you said, it's a good difference because if for the augmented reality, you both could see the same thing in the same room. Yeah. But with virtual reality, you can kind of look at each other's avatar yeah. in a similar fashion. But I think in conjunction with Kinect, you could even do an augmented reality, like a board game, on the table in front of you with it, projected using your augmented reality and the Kinect reading where, let's say if you're playing chess, where you virtually pick up the piece and put it down. Something like yeah. that. That's cool. That could be cool, too. But I'm excited to see where this goes, because if NASA's already using this kind of technology... I mean, they're pretty much the pinnacle of, of the people who need to be using as advanced technology as possible. So, like, I wonder how that, that will trickle down to the consumer, you know? Mm. I mean, I imagine it's as sophisticated as what they're using specifically. But. It'll, yeah, let's hope. Yeah. Let's just hope it's cheaper when it gets to us. Because yeah. <laughs> right now it's probably incredibly expensive. Yeah. What you got there, Kev? I just playing with the glasses. I don't know why. Are those your gunners? Yeah, they're pretty ugly. You, do you use them a lot when you use the game now? I do. Yeah, my eyes turn pretty red if I don't. So interesting. So that's a nice little endorsement for Gunner Optics. You know, guys at home and Gunner, if you are listening to this, give us money for advertising. <laughs> That'd be nice. Or glasses. Just or send us all glasses. Send us all glasses. I don't really need more, but I'll wear them. I wear them almost on every video I do. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Well, I gotta, I gotta see if we can work something out here. Work something out here. 
Um, so yeah, uh, there's this game called ABP Free to Play PC Shooter coming to consoles in the second quarter. I don't know anything about it, but apparently it's a big deal because a lot of people were playing it a lot. And it kind of trickles into one of the other things I wanted to talk about, um, which is actually, I'll move this up so that it's, it's with that. Um, but, you know, there, we're, we're in a stage now where most, most games that were once, uh, you know, pay to play, that had a subscription model, for example, are on the decline. And so, World of Warcraft, for example, for like, last year was like the first time it's seen like a decline as, as huge and as rapid as it did. Um, do you think that, do you think that that business model works, like the, the pay, to, pay to play? Because I know, for example, like Final Fantasy XIV, you had to buy the game and you had to pay monthly in order to keep playing. And it's the same thing with Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Well, Elder Scrolls is going to is going free to play with the newest patch. Yep. Mm. So. Well, if you look at it from both perspectives, on the one side, when it's a subscription model, usually the quality of production in those games and how they hold up is incredible for those. Like, I haven't heard of anybody having too serious of a problem on World of Warcraft because I mean they have so much money to throw at these problems and pay for engineers, technicians, artists, story writers, everything. When you do the free to play model you have to find some sort of microtransaction to make the game profitable. Yeah. And when it, by being profitable, you have to pay everybody, you know, make sure the game still works, make sure there's still fresh content, still good stuff, and it's still entertaining to keep your player base engaged and profit. So if you take, for instance, Elder Scrolls Online, I think is probably going to be able to do that. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do microtransactions yet. I haven't really too, put too much uh, thought into that particular idea. But I think that, you know, let's say, oh, you want to have a shortcut to doing something as opposed to grinding through a couple levels. You pay like five or six bucks. Boom. I think yeah. it's going to be like the, uh, the Star Wars The Old Republic one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first off, you still have to buy the game for Elder Scrolls. So it's yeah. like a... Mm-hmm. It's like so, Guild Wars, like buy the thing and then you can play for free. It's not actually yeah, like completely free. But yeah. um, I think it's going to be like Star Wars where there's going to be like the premium store with items that you can buy with, with like platinum or something that you have to actually pay for. As much as like Bungie keeps saying Destiny isn't an MMO, it fucking is. It is. It really is. I don't have any other way to say it because like even the idea of raids, for example, I was just actually talking about this with Dream Manifested who's been on the podcast and and now we were going back and forth between us I was like man like I really like Destiny but one of the things that bothers me is that like it keeps trying to pretend like it's not an MMO like for example you know all the raids they don't have matchmaking available for raids at all yeah it's just not a thing like the option I understand the idea of like not wanting to have people frustrated with the experience but to not have the option at all is in itself frustrating and there's no social lobby either. There's no, no place that lobby. you can go to like recruit other than just randomly throwing messages at people. I think that's what um, what it needs is a social lobby as opposed to matchmaking because uh, I tried playing it doing the, uh, the Vault of Glass raid last night and I got so frustrated with these random people that kept coming in and just being terrible Wait, that, I, that I, I stopped. Match- you can have random people? In- I use destinylfg.net oh, okay. for that. There was this one guy's like, hey, you know there's this way to beat Atheon really quick, right? I'm like, 
what did you just say to me? He's like, yeah, yeah, you can beat him really quick. All you got to do is like push my platform. I'm like, that's been patched for two months. <laughs> and he was completely worthless when we were playing. I'm not going to lie. Like, like, he would be running to the wrong areas. He'd be simply just putting himself, like, in what, for lack of a better term, was just straight up in harm's way. Like, he would go try to freaking melee Vex Minotaurs and stuff like that. I'm like, what are you doing? And I just, I had had enough, so I just up and left. I, I stopped after about, like, an hour and a half trying to beat the gatekeeper. I didn't even finish it. And I was just because we could not get these random people to be cohesive. So when you want to do it with a a social area, like let's say you take that bar area in the tower behind underneath a a future war cult vendor and you want to have a thing in there. Like, okay, you can walk in there. You can handpick people. You can chat them up really quick. Talk to them like, hey, have you done it before? Do you know what you're doing? That'd be cool. Blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And then you can, you know, point at that guy. You can point at that guy. Like, you know, like you're picking for a dodgeball team. Like, I want you, I want you, I want you. And yeah. the pointing mode's already in there. And then they get up, walk over to the other side of the room, you teleport out, you start your raid. Or if you're less experienced, like, you can be upfront about it and be like, you know, I haven't done this before, so I'm going to need some help. Yeah. Rather than just jumping in someone's game. Yeah. And there can be these little areas where, like, you know, they can go and people who've done the raid before who have, you know, plenty of time that day who would be more than willing because there's plenty of nice people I played with on Destiny. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I've noticed. Like, everybody that I've more often, like, 90% of the people that I've done with Destiny LFG have been positive, have want to get through it quickly, want to work together. So, give us that area in the game. And we could easily make it a cohesive thing on our own. All you have to do is just let us talk to people in tower, and we're good to go. Yeah. It can be a socially acceptable area, like go meet in the bar if you want to raid, or go dance at the opening area if you want to raid, that kind of stuff. Can you guys hear me better now? Just You're We could hear you fine before. Okay. Yeah, I heard yeah. you fine before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just making sure, because I was like looking at my input to make sure like I wasn't... Oh my god, is it picking up the audio from my... I was hearing something, like... Like a TV or something what for a fuck? while when it was up there. I don't know if it was from you or from someone else. But. I can still I'm hear in, the TV. I'm in the kitchen. There's no TV on behind me, so I don't know what. I can still me. hear the TV. I'm, I'm like making sure that it's like the input is my my micro. Oh wait. Oh my god! It's been picking up this the entire time. That's not <laughs> son of a bitch. Whatever. <laughs> Good enough. It's fine. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, that really just t- threw me way off because like, I'm looking at my input thing. I have like this recording software, and it's like, hey, you have your input going through this thing instead of the thing that you thought it was going through. Well, there was more Destiny news last night that popped up. Uh, Luke Sims, he chimed in, I think, on NeoJaff, hmm. and uh, he said that, and like quoting him on this was that they made a bunch of mistakes with the... Uh, the dark below upgrade system and that they're going to completely change it like more than like it's not official but he touched on things like having to reset your stats to get the next uh, level for your exotic upgrade they're going to try to do away with that they're going to get rid of the shard they're going to see how they can eliminate the shard barrier keeping you from using newer gear because you have ascendant shards now radiant shards and I know with me personally that took up a lot of space in my vault yeah, to get new items and economies in there, and they're trying to streamline it a bit. Yeah, uh, that's so, insane. 
Uh, his quote on here is, our philosophy about rewards and loot continue to evolve as we see how players pay and re- uh, play and react. Mm. So they want to see if they can make it, like they touched on how the vendor gear pretty much invalidated Vault of Glass gear. Gotcha. Completely. Like the guns, in, there's not really a good reason to run Vault of Glass right now except for that exotic chance and getting shards because all the guns you can buy, all the gear you can do are at better levels than you could get from bolt of glass entirely and they're going to see about changing that in the future so there is hope on that end interesting so so you'll still be able to get viable stuff through vault of glass is that essentially what it's trying to do well they're gonna i i think from what if we're gonna start because they didn't say specifically they're gonna change anything in vault of glass Hmm. but it can be assumed that maybe they'll be trying to change that in the future so we might get a level 32 Vault of Glass raid that'll have, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe. But that's uh-huh. that's from my idea. That's not from what he said. He, he didn't really touch on it again. It's not, it's not really an official announcement yet. But since he put that up there mm-hmm. and the internet kind of grabbed it, I'm pretty sure uh, Deej, their community manager, is going to touch on it in that next update on Thursday on right. their website. So we'll hear more about that pretty soon. Okay. That's interesting. Huh. Mm. So PlayStation uh, is offering a 10% discount due to inconvenience from DDoS attack. It's up on the homepage of the store. I was just there. Yep. yep. So people online, um, uh, by the time this goes up, the sale might be gone. But if it isn't, make sure you are looking at that and you are taking advantage of that 10% discount. It's only on games that are currently out, so no pre-orders. Which is kind of cruddy. Yeah, mm. kind of sucks. But, you know, it could be worse. Well, can we digitally download Dying Light? Yes. So, since that comes out the 27th, and the that's actual thing goes... That's when it ends on the 27th? It ends before Tuesday. So it ends on, like, the 26th. You bastards. They did it so it's ultimately, like, we're sorry, but also, like, if you want Not to use this, sorry. you have to buy a game. <laughs> so we're going to make money off of being sorry. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of weird. And ten percent off is not that much. Yeah, for a sixty dollar game, that's like what, maybe five dollars? Six dollars. Six? Okay, six dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, six dollars. Well, you know, considering <laughs> I, I'm looking at it from you know their perspective, it's not entirely their fault this time that no, this happened. That's true. Because that's true. those you know assholes, lizard, lizard squad, went and screwed that. I think one of them got arrested. I think two of them got arrested now. Good, mm-hmm. good, because they ruined Christmas. They ruined Christmas. <laughs> There, there should be like a special crime for doing things on Christmas that affect other people. I think, but uh, I, I had issue with it when I looked at it because they said they were doing it to try to get them to notice the uh, the gaps in their security when all they could have really done was just call up, you know, Sony and Microsoft, be like, "Hey, here's how you can, here's your backdoor in your system." Or okay, that. I understand that you want to like bring down the system to show how bad their system is. So do it once, let it come back up. Yeah, yeah. You've done. You, you've done. Accomplished Call them up. Yeah. Tell them. Okay, hey, here, here's where you're vulnerable. And it's like, oh, we don't really believe you. Blah blah blah. Okay, I click the button, and then it all goes downhill. And then they get to talk to their manager, and you know, it's they can. Okay, you see right here is where the problem is. The craziest I'm thing about stop. it is they could have gotten they could have gotten contract work to help them secure that if they they could have gotten employment. They could have. They could have. They'd much like, rather be angry. <laughs> I don't understand like the the logic in that like. Because you have such a gift mm-hmm. to be able to 
influence like a whole network infrastructure from your home. Mm-hmm. And you're that smart. But you're not smart enough to realize that could have gotten you a better job. Right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, sometimes you're just not that smart and you got to deal with it. That's <laughs> where, where I was going with that is just that the 10% discount is really more of a sorry for the inconvenience, but it's not our fault. Yeah. yeah. Like if it was their fault, then this probably would be like a twenty or thirty or forty percent discount. Yeah. But it's a free game. They've done yeah, that. But they didn't, but yeah, they didn't. But they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like they they just woke got up. Like I can see like right now their engineers woke up one morning and just were like, oh crap, but my Christmas just got so, a baby. I gotta I gotta work all through Christmas now. Yeah, it's so yeah. terrible. Ah. Uh. You saying that just like made me like, oh yeah, that is super true. That's so sad. Because you're not just ruining it for the kids that are trying to, you know, get to this new system for like, because it happened on Xbox and PlayStation Four mm-hmm. for like all through Christmas, and this was mm-hmm. Xbox and the Xbox needs that day one patch, yeah, to play online, yeah, and so it was a brick for a couple of days if somebody got it for Christmas. Mm. So I mean, you not only ruined that little family's Christmas, but you made it to where those engineers now had a shit ton more stress. The network security guy probably got fired. All this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And we also mentioned before, like, every game pretty much now has a day one patch, too. So that means that, like, I just didn't play any of the games I got until I could download that patch. Because you never know what's not going to work. Uh, like, for instance, not being able to save your game. Like The Last of Us until you downloaded that patch. Like, jeez. Kind of a big deal. That's yeah, kind of important. Yeah. Arkans back to the days of old Nintendo where you needed a password or you just got to beat it in one sec. Battle tilt anyone? Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, that uh, what was that Microsoft or exec who is wearing a Battletoads t shirt at mm-hmm. their conference? Anybody else see that? I mean, I did. I did. So. It's got to be coming. Obviously, it has to be. Like, coming soonish, right? Well, I mean, Rare said, like, the guy on uh, Rare's Twitter said it was going to be a big year for them. Mm-hmm. So you've got, like, probably potentially Banjo-Kazooie. I think, did they have anything to do with Battletoads? I'm not sure. I can't remember if they did I or not. I think so. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, them, we got Battletoads. I mean... Perfect Dark, maybe? That's, like, one game I really, you know, could do without, I think. I'm not really too... Yeah, but well, the last time we saw anything flopped. about it was, like, 2006? 2005, maybe? Yeah, but do we really need another shooter? If they could pull it off in an interesting way, yeah. But I mean, yeah, please. Need it. The dis- the distinction now between shooter games is getting to be one or two mechanics, basically, and that's mm. getting hard for me to swallow. That's fair. But I mean, you're excited about Dying Light and Evolve. Well, yeah, Those are both and shooters. it's and it's going to be a little different because they have these new multiplayer ideas where yeah. it's like one. Like I watched the multiplayer, for example, for being the zombie mode, and you have. To where you, the people have to kill, like, or destroy five zombie, like, little infection nests or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were just, like, little corpses that were, like, having some kind of virus or something. Yeah, yeah. But they have to take down five of those. And the way for the zombie to win is he have to just kill ten of the players. Mm-hmm. And he can die as many times as he wants. <laughs> so it's really about getting one objective done or the other. Mm-hmm. And when you're zipping around, because it looks like, I don't know if you guys ever played Spider-Man, uh, that little web zip mechanic where he can just quickly zip over and thing to thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the zombie's method, main method of uh, traversal through yep. his environment. Yep. So 
you get to have this unique form of movement on top of a new game mode, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. The Plus, U- I get the, to be the monster. The UV light <laughs> really messes you up, too. It's really cool. Mm. But... Yeah, I mean, it's just all getting back on topic. I mean, just again, it wasn't PlayStation's fault. So, ten percent. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, and most of it was their fault and Microsoft's fault, just for not taking enough steps to stop this. Because I think it's been a viable threat for a long time, and they just haven't put the money and the time into uh, securing their networks. That's fair. To if to where if some uh, a couple guys can get together and just do this that can lead to you know some glaring holes in there. And I don't know if it, you guys ever saw um, that little uh, image that was popping up on Twitter of Patrick from Spongebob and it said our engineers are working hard on the problem and he's got a nail on the 2 by 4 in his face and <laughs> he's just hitting a hammer on his hand. <laughs> I remember uh, seeing that. I think you sent that image. Did I send it? Okay. I think so. I, I wanted to make sure. It was either you if you can put that, If you can put that in somewhere <laughs> that'd be awesome. I'll I'll get a link to it right now. <laughs> Our engineers are working hard. SpongeBob. I swear, if this is the first thing. That when you up. type, there's the weirdest echo. It really? sounds like a thud. Like I can hear the uh, the resonance in the whole room. Yeah, <laughs> it's because be of a the, little uh, bit, be a little bit gentler to your keyboard, sir. It kind of sounds like really loud bass. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're well, all about really that bass on that keyboard. About that bass. Really yeah. strange techno. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't see the image, so I'll look for it later. Um, but yeah, it's because I have the Yeti microphone connected, and it's probably like super sensitive. Um, so new Pokémon tournament footage emerges. This is kind of cool. Saw that uh, Maximilian put that up on his uh, YouTube the other day. I love Maximilian. Hey, he's a funny guy. I like watching him play fighting games. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't get too crazy about it, and he likes that the spirit of the fighting game is more about just being better and not about being the best, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Watching him, you. but I'm watching the gameplay, and they've got, like, Pikachu versus Lucario and some other stuff. I think it was... I think Machamp. what was it? Yeah, Machamp, and I'm trying to figure out how they're going to balance that, because you have such a tiny character versus such a big character. Mm-hmm. And it would be like if you remember from Soul Calibur when oh my God. Yo- fighting Yoda, half of Asteroid's attack don't even hit him. <laughs> so <laughs> annoying. They're just swinging wildly through the air. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm curious to see how they do that, but it does look like they're putting together a fun and new take on a fighting game. And I'm excited for that because yeah. that's pretty much what the whole. I mean. When you look at Pokemon and the actual fighting portions of the game, that's how it would be a fighting. Yeah, it's not like just it. it's not okay. Just wait for my turn. I got to figure out what I want to do next. Um, uh, like a Dragon Ball yeah. when uh, when Vegeta when Nappa's about to pound on Curly, he's like, "Wait, wait, wait! My turn! My turn! My turn!" And he stops. And Nappa stops. He's like, what? And then Vegeta's like, "Nappa, what are you doing? I have to wait, Vegeta. It's his turn." <laughs> and it's guys at home. If you haven't seen. Dragon Ball Abridged, please do that. Please. It's ruined the series for me. It, it really has. It enhanced the series for me. Every time I, I watch it, I can't not think of the character, like the yeah. new voices. And, well, now you have to, again, back up. Again, I got off my own point. I'm bad at that. But it's a faster pace. It's going to have a lot of the old like classic moves in there. Mm-hmm. 
but it's going to be like Pikachu can quick dash or use Swift and stuff like that, and you actually are using that to gain tactical advantage on the battlefield or something right. like that. As opposed to like a stat increase that might mean that your attack doesn't miss. Now it means like you're actually physically faster and harder to hit. I just have to see, you know, um, more about it. Like I can't, I can't imagine how they would put in like a character like Gyarados oh, and yeah. then have him fight a little Pikachu and a little fighting thing. Like there's understandably some size limitations I think you would have to put in that game for development. But yeah, I just I want think... him to be a Magikarp. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, just flop around. I wonder what Snorlax's fighting style would be if he's just on his back and sleeping the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That'd be awesome. Not to mention, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're just going to have to pick and choose characters and go with the popular ones because there's there are way too many Pokemon. Yeah, There's like 700-something of them. There's 700, and I think it's it's like 768, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And I remember when it was just 150, and I still don't remember all their names. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, you have a wealth of a pool to choose from. Like, you can take, I, I assume they would grab, like, a handful from each generation of the game, yeah. throw them in there, because probably, I think... Probably I think more originals than the others, because they were, like, the TV favorites still. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and they actually look like things. Yeah. Well, the new ones As look a, like things, just like... There's one that's text. a flipping snow cone, man. Yep. Vanille. It's a freaking snow cone. <laughs> I love like, Vanille. Wait, what'd you, <laughs> Kevin, what'd you send? I sent that picture? It's, the SpongeBob one, yeah, the SpongeBob one. For some reason, I ha- it's like asking me to sign into Skype, even though I'm already signed in. I don't understand. I'd say ignore it for now. Then. I see you. It's not yeah, important. Right. You can you can add it in later. You can use it as a thumbnail. Yeah, yo, dude. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so much. Yes. Uh, Skype and then copy. Right, that's the password for yeah. my. But but when we look at it, I mean. Understandably, there's going to need to be Pokemon that have arms, have legs, something to make it look like they're actually moving around. Mm-hmm. I saw one they were using. I forget which legendary Pokemon it was. I think it was from the second game. It was that blue dog-looking thing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like an ice. It's like an ice Pokemon, ice type. Yeah, but it's you know it's fighting around. It, you, that was you know they can make some interesting stuff with that. But like I don't know how they get like you know Voltorb or Electrode in there mm-hmm. without using self destruct all the time. <laughs> Yeah. And bot slam. Hey, guy, what's up? <laughs> He'd probably just roll around yeah. the whole area for the entirety of the time. But <laughs> I'm excited for it because it's new and it's different. Yep. Yep. So, like, and it's got Pokemon. Like, I haven't even played Rogue or Unity for Assassin's Creed just because I'm kind of, you know, kind of jaded. Yeah, yeah, it's like, give me something new. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought Watch Dogs. I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but now, did you play that online? Uh, define play it online. Like I've had people invade my space before. Were you hacked? I've had, I've had people unsuccessfully hack me. Because I played that ga- uh, game type a bit, and that was a lot of fun because you could actually go hack somebody, hide in a bush, and a lot of them don't notice that. Uh, don't know that there's no collision detection or collision detection on many of the fauna, like little bushes, stuff like that. So if you're crouched down behind a wall and there's a bush right next to it, you can be completely obscured from vision. They'll be running around looking for you forever. And it's so... The satisfying part of it is that you get to see these people running around 
looking for you. Uh-huh. Fr- you can watch their character get frustrated when the search area gets smaller and smaller and they still can't find you and they start killing civilians. <laughs> and the cops come and start you just murder his ass and you're sitting there just leaning back, <laughs> watching, enjoying this guy suffer that's because awesome. of something you did in their game. And that's kind of fun for me. I like that. Yeah, I hear that. Like I would actually take um, – I would actually get the hacking data – walk up onto the train tracks, run down a ways to where the search area would not include the station that I walked up on it. So that when they're looking for me, they don't have the opportunity to go up any stairs to come get to me. So I could just be standing on the train tracks the entire time while they're running around. Just don't get hit by a train. Yeah, that's the only real obstacle. (laughs) But it's fun. It's fun. I'll, I'll play that game again. I still do have it, so I probably should finish it. I say that about so many games. True. True. We're going to move on to the hot topics. Do you guys have guest topics that you'd like to incorporate into the hot topic? Hmm. Not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sales a little hungover. <laughs> just a little. I'd say I'm just excited that I'll be starting up this new uh, Twitch and YouTube stuff. And um, I think, Will, you said you were going to be kind enough to let me uh, do a couple on your channel and then uh, host for me yeah. for a couple of first ones. So I think that's going to be fun. And if, anyone, if any one of you guys wants to do the same, just let me know. I don't have a huge following that some of the other mm-hmm. uh, Twitch streamers out there do, but I have a few. As I understand it, when and I think you were explaining this to me, if somebody followed it while I was doing that video, they would follow my channel and yours. I think it's just your channel, but oh. they would they would know about your channel because of mine. So like, okay, so yeah, that'll I think that'll be fun. Um, I'm going to stress that while I'm playing Dying Light, and if you guys do want to watch and do want to comment, if you ask me to do something or try to do something in the game through one of the comment boxes, I will try to do it. So I will make this interactive for you guys. I'm not just playing it alone. <laughs> So if you want me to try to take on a mob of 20 or so zombies by myself with my bare hands, I will try. And probably die. <laughs> yes, but it's what you wanted. It's what you asked for. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, this is, this is going to be fun when that comes out. I'm excited. Oh, I was so excited when I finally figured out the name and that it wasn't taken. Like on Twitter and Twitch and YouTube and stream. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I was just, I was just actually listening to... Um, ocremix.org oh my god I, I love I, that site I was just about to put a link on, on Twitter to pe- tell people about that they had like this really cool Mega Man mix oh yeah they, they pretty much take community submitted music remixes of like old video games and stuff like that and you get to listen to those and they're a lot of fun mm-hmm. and I was listening to one that had a Mega Man S track on it yes. and I looked at me I looked at it and I, well, at my job, I'm actually um, working for this guy's eBay store. I'm looking through an inventory of a bunch of his old comic books right now. And the w- title of the comic was Mr. X. And I'm looking there at Mega Man X. I'm like, why don't I just put my name in the middle of that and that would be fine? Why didn't I think? Because I've been stressing this for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it finally just dawned on me. So now it's simple. I don't think I can get in copyright trouble. It should be fine. There are plenty of people who have aliases that are along yeah. the same line so yeah i mean it's it's got my name in there and i mean it's not like capcom's really doing anything with Mega Man anyway so <laughs> they're not doing shit. i really think they'll bother i don't think but, it's really interesting um before we get to the last topic i wanted to say like i i last year specifically i went to a ton of conventions 
And when I go to conventions, like I, I usually have a table. I'm either there with a table, I'm there kind of as media press, or I'm there as a fan. And so out of a lot of the ones that I went to as a, with a table with my artwork on display for people to buy, I had a piece with Mega Man in it. And there were kids and like people walking around like, who's that? I'm like, oh my god, it's gotten so bad that kids don't even know what Mega Man is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it blew my mind to think about that because like... Mega Man was so awesome growing up. Like, the that was the action game. Yeah. yeah. Like that was pretty much our generation's worth of Call of Duty because you would get another Mega Man game every year. And they were all the same. Just they were all the same. So it was just like Call of Duty. It was <laughs> yeah. the same thing, but we still kept playing it anyway. Uh, I guess that's fair. That's that's a fair assessment. <laughs> it's it's like that's the easiest way I can explain it. Yeah. And the thing is, is just that when. It made the transition from Mega Man to Mega Man X. The action picked up, the pace picked up, the degree of difficulty picked up, and it still has such a big cult following. Mm-hmm. Like with us '90s kids in particular, like we know, like when we bring up who Mega Man is, we get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's gonna be kind of nice because then I don't have some like 12 year old kid telling me how Mega Man sucks and all this stuff. But you know, I'm good with uh, hearing them complain about Call of Duty. Right, right. <laughs> Back in my day. We had to play Mega Man. And Back in my day, we didn't um, get save progression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't have response. <laughs> we had to start the whole like level up, over again. up our friends on the, on the house telephone and saying how hard it was to beat Leaf Man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get regenerating health in my day. <laughs> you got an energy tank if you were very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody, like, I think it was on um, Think Geek, but they had a little E-Tank coffee mug. Nice. That's awesome. I want it. I want it, but it was sold out. How much was it? It was like 10 bucks. Oh, but yeah. It, it sold out probably because it got so popular. It was just literally a little blue cup with an E on it. Yeah. Looked I want like to find a way to make, like, the Black Oni mug cheaper like that. But, like, Zazzle, like, if I make it any less than $20, like, I literally don't make any money off of it. Mm. And so, like, the trick I then, I, they, they, you know, of course, obviously, they buy them in bulk and then sell them from there. I don't have money to do that. <laughs> Yet. Yet. One day, maybe. Mm. I just searched for uh, Energy Tank on Amazon to see what came up, and there are some weird things on here. Oh, I want to look. Now. I definitely I'm- just got energy bars made from crickets. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Pure energy and two compressed air tank. Yeah, I also got a lot of Mega Man stuff, but I got a lot of really weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, they have the uh, the Mega Man energy drink. That's cool. Cricket energy uh-huh. bars. It's got four and a half stars out of five. Yep. I had a. Cr- I had a. How that tastes? I had a grass. Uh, was it a grasshopper or a cricket? I well, ate one before. They're saying that like insects are the the up and coming like big protein of the world because you can just grind them up, like mix them with flour, and you're just adding in protein and calories like with no taste yeah yeah that's the thing i mean uh speaking as a kid who ate bugs when he uh as a kid you know they didn't really taste like anything they were just crunchy yeah yeah Yeah, i i had a grasshopper uh a few years ago and like aside from the texture of the wings one grasshopper one i had one (laughs) and aside from the texture of the wings it wasn't so bad because it was like it was like soaked in like these tea leaves these really like nice tea leaves and it was very weird. It was it was cooked, and my, oh, my okay. I thought I was picturing you just picking up a grasshopper and eating it. 
<laughs> but it was it was uh, my professor, my college professor for painting, was like really into you know bugs as food type of thing. So like he was mm. trying to push that, and he asked, he requested that his students did that for him. So we did. Hey, you ate, ate bugs. I ate a bug. The rest of the class ate more bugs the year after, but I ate a bug. I really <laughs> want to make my students eat bugs. <laughs> you know, you look at it. You look at it from an economical standpoint. I mean, they're super cheap. Yeah, they're easy to breed. Super cheap. They're higher I mean, in protein per ounce than anything else in the world because you're eating mm. like bone and muscle all at once. Like, yeah, but you're doing the same uh, thing when you get a McChicken sandwich from McDonald's. That's true. And that's not super healthy. But the difference there is that bugs are not made of weird chemicals. That's true. They don't have to color the meat. Yeah. Well, they probably do. Otherwise, it's like greenish, brownish gray. Yeah, but it's just like tofu. You know, yeah. looking at that. It's, I can see a little grasshopper mechanically separated meat patty coming up in the future. And then you, some, somebody brings it to like a Super Bowl party. Yeah, right. Ugh. Anyway, we're, I love this, but we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> it's a slow news day. It is. It's <laughs> I just found my new favorite thing on Amazon. Bacon What's and cheese-flavored cricket snacks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is really sounding appealing to you, isn't it, hungover man? Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to hear some puking sounds coming out of your uh, would you prefer some Mexican spice flavored worm snacks? God, no. <laughs> Bacon and cheese crickets all day, man. Alright, that sounds kind of good. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what the, uh, the title should be for this particular episode. Bacon and, uh, Bacon and cheese crickets. <laughs> but, they, put, um, they put a hyphen in between, so it's crickets. <laughs> oh, like croquettes. Adorable <laughs> little hyphen. That's awesome. God damn it. <laughs> H1Z1 has been accused of pay-to-win mechanics, even though it is blatantly said that that's not what they're doing. I read that article and I was looking at it. I was like, oh, cool. There's not going to be something that where some guy just pays for it and he can get it. Yeah. But now, as you said, they're introducing the airdrops that are paid, and they are giving you weapons, guns, supply, but the, excuse me, the potential yes. to have weapons, supplies, things like that. Ammo. Yep. And the more infuriating part is that they make it more like a Destiny public event to where mm -hmm. everybody knows you just paid for an airdrop. So everybody's going to come try to kill you yep. and make you, and literally you will have spent your money and not gotten anything for it. But the way they positioned it was it was supposed to be paid for chaos. And so the idea is that it's not necessarily you're supposed to be paying for the supply drop, you're supposed to be paying for the opportunity to kind of introduce chaos into the dynamic of the world how i'm picturing this would be let's say as for, as in the game in the game you can kill somebody and take their supplies right uh-huh so you pay for the airdrop you set yourself up with a sniper rifle with a position to where you see the airdrop like let's say you put it in the middle of an area and it's a clearing where they have to go to mm -hmm. like let's say it's a little small town you get to pick these guys off as they go to get the airdrop and then you can just take their supplies and then go get your airdrop. Yeah. I think that could be, you know, a fun way because you just paid money to ruin somebody's day and take all their supplies. That's kind of fun. That's backfire. A, well, the thing is, you know, if you end up positioning yourself on a rooftop of a gas station overlooking where this place is 
and you're relatively crouched and concealed, and you've set up some kind of, I don't know if there's traps or anything you can set up in this game or not, but you've set up some way to protect yourself for a contingency, and you see these people go get the ordnance, or go get the weapon drop. You can just kill them once they pick it up, even, and yeah. take it anyway. Pretty much. So as long as you're the last man standing, or you're on a very smallly populated server, you can get. I think this could be a fun idea because most games don't give you the opportunity to make and force players to come to you. Right. This is the first I'm hearing of a way to do that. So this could be fun. I agree. I'm For me, because I'm a jerk when I play games. <laughs> <laughs> but, or you, you actually get to the package first and you rig up some kind of explosive to it. Mm-hmm. Could be fun, but I think the idea that I'm not comfortable with the developer going back on his word yeah. is a little upsetting. Because I am actually looking forward to this game. I want to get it because I don't have a PC that's good enough to run these kind of games like Rust or something like that. Mm. I mean, I've just got this laptop. It's got like four gigs of RAM or two gigs of RAM, I think, but it doesn't have a whole lot of hard drive space and I can't really put any video cards or anything to make it pretty. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, it's that's the way I would get to play this kind of game and I'm right. really excited about it. I'm 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 excited for it too and I'm hopefully I wonder what people will think of that versus Daisy. Like, if which one of those will kind of be the premiere? It'll end up being because um, is Daisy coming to consoles? Yes. yes. When is that happening? Maybe later this year. That's the last okay. I heard. I mean, the okay. thing is, can the thing is, even fully out dates? on. Can we get some dates for when da- uh, Daisy and H one Z one will be released this year? Are those available? Daisy standalone. I'm hearing either fall or late this year, if if anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, Cinema Blend said it's set to release on PS4, but not the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is another one that came out saying that it is coming to. I don't fucking know. Let's it's see. Sony developed. I don't think it will come to Xbox One. No, that's no, H1Z1. H1Z1 is, is the other one. Is Sony mm-hmm. only. Yeah. yeah. So is day one's uh, excuse me, Zay, uh, blah, I can't speak. They're all getting together in my head. So is Daisy coming exclusively to Xbox? No, I think no, that's coming to, to both. I okay. think it's coming to both. Yeah. Well, then what we'll likely see is that it'll just be either. Oh. Yeah. Well, then looks like this market's already going to get crowded on console pretty quick. Oh yeah. Too many. So times. it'll be whichever one probably is Perfect. more fun for people to play that'll take over. Hmm. And do you guys think the the you know getting the uh, what's the word refund is justified in the situation? Do you think it's like I mean it's it's really not a pay to win mechanic, you know? It's still I think it is justified because the developer himself came out saying there wouldn't be something like this. People put money to pre-order it, mm-hmm. they get their hands on it for early access, and then this happens. Mm. So it's literally changed the product. And I think that's, legally speaking, constitution for a refund. Okay. I think that's part of the problem with the whole pre-order system that we have now anyway. It's like Games are subject to change so much anyway, you know? Yeah. That's the little subtext they put in there so often that nobody really considers. But yeah. this is a pretty big change, though. This is probably the biggest change I've seen in something other than Resident Evil 4. Because when it was getting developed... 
I think it was going to start off in some kind of mansion in the, uh, or some uh, Umbrella Corporation's employees' mansion. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one. Because I remember just seeing so many different gameplay videos that never made it into the final game. Interesting. That's just coming from long stretched memory. My destiny. From far away. <laughs> yeah, I think that those guys from uh, Naughty Dog and those guys from Destiny that or guys from Bungie that left should get together and make a really awesome, cool game. I think that'd be really cool. I agree. Because they're both looking for work. I mean, Marty O'Donnell needs a new place to set, call home, so mm. why not, right? Mm. I'd love to hear some more music from that guy. Yeah, but, yeah uh, totally. It just boggles my mind that, you know, how much Destiny changed from what they were trying to do to what they actually ended up making. Because you don't get Paul McCartney to help you out with an ending credit song for a game like this. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people liked it. I didn't mind I was, it. I was not a fan. <laughs> I thought I thought it would have been great if it fit the actual tone of the game. Yeah. 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 But the whole idea of becoming a legend in a world where you don't care about the world isn't, you know, yeah. a good sales pitch. Because I really don't care about like the tower, the city there. It never okay. looks in peril. It never looks in peril. Yeah. Nope. At all. Yeah. The traveler just kind of floats up there. I you know, honestly when I play the game I, I forget, forget he's about. there. Yeah, I forget about the traveler. And nothing you do ever makes any sort of a difference. Like yep. long no. term. It yeah. nothing changes the environment. Yeah. And when they say, Oh, the hive are invading the world, blah 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 for Dark Below, I'm like, they've already been here. <laughs> and it really doesn't seem that much worse. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I haven't seen any deer or anything, but that's about it. Maybe you can blow up the moon. That'd be cool. <laughs> it looks already kind of screwed up as it is. Well, just blow it up. Just eliminate the problem. Even though the even though then, like if, even if you blew up the moon, it wouldn't change anything on the Earth because there's no tides in Destiny. There's no like the Forgotten Shore would probably the water level would still stay the same because you know they don't care to change anything <laughs> to make you feel like your actions have any sort of gravitas on the planet. Speaking of gravitas, I wish there was, like, a gravity difference on the moon. And, yeah, that... How did that... I don't understand that. Also, uh, their sound. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking for, so many for things. Guys, for guys that are big fans of the series Firefly, and the reason they have Nathan Fillion and pretty much every time they can get him in a game... Mm-hmm. Where do they? Where do they get? I mean, I get from a development standpoint that okay, they want to have sound effects on the moon just because it's, you know for just, posterity's sake. It's just your spacesuit; it simulates the sounds for you because it knows <laughs> that you need them. <laughs> like that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it regulates the, the gravity for you as well. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to believe the sound wouldn't travel through you know the ground that's beneath your feet because if you notice when you're on the moon, it does make a very distinctive footstep sound. I like that. That's cool. But um, you're in space pretty much, and there's plenty of sound, and I don't know. It Maybe just in seems the future, like... gravity is a thing. Maybe they found ways to, to so artificially create gravity through devices. I, just, yeah, I, like the, I, I like the idea where my warlock makes his own gravity because he can bend space and time. <laughs> And for our final question of the podcast, games are expensive to develop and expensive to consume. We talked about this a little in the podcast already. Mm-hmm. If you could choose only three games this year, what would they be? 
I'm going to go first since I know exactly what they would be. The Witcher, Metal Gear, and... Okay, I knew what two of them were going to be automatically. <laughs> <laughs> the Division. I think it's going to be The Division. Mm. Yeah, those are my three. Absolute must-buys. Assuming mm. they all come out this year. Mm. Assuming they all come out this year. <laughs> uh, gosh, you guys go. I'll think about that. <laughs> Is Gamefly an option? No. <laughs> oh. Not a game, damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, I might be able to get Evolve for free, so I don't think I need to worry about that. Ooh. So, well, it, it benefits knowing people. I mean, uh, oh, my yeah, friend. Oh, community manager, right. Yeah, yeah. She got me tied with her. She, she used to work at uh, EA, so uh, I uh, she got me tied Fall for free. That was pretty sweet. But um, I got to meet um, Josh Olin, who was the community manager before her, who got fired for some bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Well, good. Now my friend has a job, so I'm cool with that. But, um, but uh, I would say Dying Light, mm. Batman Arkham Knight, oh, yes. and The Division. If that's the only money I could spend this year, that's, that's what I'd get. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure I could find some way to finagle free titles or get something, trade-ins. Yeah, yeah. Or myself, I don't know. What do? <laughs> Sell that ass on that street. Blow the GameStop manager behind the dumpster. <laughs> 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 All I could think of was the Capcom, uh, the the Street Fighter collab thing. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. It was like, oh my god! It was like an animated short of like a compilation of different artists and people putting together like this. Oh my! It's so fucking funny. It was like they were at a bar and Guile was sitting next to Alex um, from Street Fighter and Third Strike, and they were sitting there. He's like, hey, what's up, Alex? And he's like, hey, Guile. He's like, what, what, what a long face. And he was just like going through all the depressing stories of what happened to people after Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this girl's like outside blowing guys for, you know, chump change. And I was just thinking of the scene. I can't believe Chun-Li went so low. <laughs> and like Akuma comes out of nowhere. And he's like, <laughs> they were, Alex and Guy were talking. And he was like, he was like, whatever you do, don't make any contact with Akuma. His pickup lines are the worst. The <laughs> worst. And then he comes out of nowhere. Hey, guys, how's it going? And he's like, hi, Guile. And then he's like, you guys want to fight you to death? <laughs> like, no, not today. All right, well, I'll go light punch, light punch, forward, hard punch, low punch, hard kick some pussy if you catch my friend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was so funny. Put a, li- put a link for that somewhere. Oh. I'll watch it. It was a square, square, forward. X R one, so it was light punch, light punch forward. Low we punch, all know it's the raging punch. demon. We, yeah, we the raging demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me give me the link for that. I'll watch that. Oh, it's so good. Uh, let me put the link in the thing. But yeah, Dave, what is a uh, what are your th- your three choices? If if, it don't have if, to they, be if they came out this year, if they came out this year, they say this was to come all out right. this year. All right, I got I got a couple in mind. One. Is Uncharted Four? That's a must. Okay, yeah, that's a good. Choice. I I, I, need, I need to do that. Yeah. Um, despite the company losing some faith in me recently, I'm going to go with what you guys said: the division. That's, that's number mm. two. Yeah. I Three, think that's a game. That's, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, 
if, uh, from what I heard, it is on their plate from the earnings that they're talking about that they've been working on it. We haven't even seen a single screenshot, so it might not come out this year. But uh, I'll say Red Dead Redemption 2. Interesting. Okay. All right. I yeah. think since we're all talking about the division, it's definitely going to be a game that's going to be made by playing it with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to <laughs> similar to Destiny, it's best with friends, but mm-hmm. I, I just I don't want to be crushed by this. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. What are your top three, Kev? I've got two. I've been trying to figure out a third. Um, Let's go with your two, then. I can't tell. Okay. (laughs) Disconnected. I was like, I couldn't tell if he froze (laughs) or if he's still in thought. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I think that's a really good choice, though. I mean... I have no idea what's going on. I just keep vanishing and coming back. Yeah, I thought you were, like, in super deep thought. That's why I was like, let me not say anything to distract you. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I just keep vanishing and coming right back. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna go Zelda, No Man's Sky, and Persona 5. Ah. Ah, nice. Very, very different options, but I think those are also valid options. Zelda has the potential to be very, very, very cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are also three games that are going to take like at least 100 hours of my time each, so I could actually play them for the rest of the year. <laughs> like, play through each twice, and the year would probably just be over. Unless they all came out at the same time. They're all coming out in November, though. So God that's damn it! Except for No Man's Sky, which I think is due during the summer, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Wrong. I'll be able to play that with uh, Batman, because that's coming out in June. Mm. Nice. Just in time for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I might, maybe my girlfriend will get me that for my birthday, and then I can spend my that third on that other game. Mmm. Mmm. Mm, maybe. She did buy me uh, Far Cry right. 4. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to get that. Yeah, I need somebody to join me so we can see four blow up elephants, man. Dude, I can... I, can, I, I want to launch some elephants, man. I can join you because you gave me a key. You gave I me did. Key, so I, can I, did get, I did give you a key. I could I have live a stream that today because I'm supposed to stream today. Well, hey, you, you got, um, I'm actually not going to be free today. I'm supposed to be going and spending the day with the lady. I'm going to take her out and do something nice for her, I think. And, um, or at another least time. give her a good lengthy background. But yes, another time yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I will be playing. Kind of, right? Dave, you have Far Cry 3? 4? I have it. I just haven't played it in a long time. It's actually <laughs> just sat on the shelf because I played uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 a shit ton. Hmm. And then moved on to like another game or two after that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to bring into the podcast before we put it to a close? Be excellent to each other. Be so good. Don't be mean. Be pleasant. Smile. You can don't only be, be mean dick. when you're playing games. <laughs> you can be mean, just don't be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for coming on to this this exciting episode of the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed. For the guys at home who are listening on iTunes and YouTube, um, if the audio didn't come through as clean as it could have on my end, I apologize because I apparently didn't have the settings set to have the audio come through the Yeti. It was coming through my microphone on here. Um, Will's engineers are working hard. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> but... 
um, bear with us. There's lots of exciting things coming to the channel. Um, you know, everyone here has really cool things going on in their respective uh, pieces as well. And I think uh, we're getting to a point where the fan base is, is is continuing to grow. We're getting a lot of support from you guys at home. If you want to send us friend requests, please let us know in the friend requests that you were listening to the podcast or saw us in a video or something. Because again, I get requests from random people sometimes, and I don't know who they are. <laughs> so context is good and as always I'll catch you all on the next episode game on that was perfect like synchronized that was really weird yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at that I, I have you in the small window yeah <laughs> that was excellent uh, uh, if you guys are listening on iTunes you need to just watch this episode just to see that one moment oh yeah <laughs> just skip to the end don't, you? don't even worry about the content don't worry. Game on, and Jay Blaze out.